Are your kitchen and bathroom remodels a little overdue? Well, now's your chance to call First Response Contracting. John Sellers will take care of you. 484-256-7136. They do residential and commercial, and they're licensed and insured. Give them a call at 484-256-7136. Hello, this is Brad Wiseman. You're listening to Real Estate and You. We are back. I was off sick last week, and boy, did I miss doing this. This is just so much fun. And when I'm not doing this, I'll tell you what, I'm just uh, I'm just like a fish out of water. I don't know what goes on. But uh, everybody, hope you had a great, happy Easter. And uh, I know there's a Greek Easter coming up this weekend. So I wish uh, all the, the Greeks their happy Easter, too. And uh, we have a guest on here today that is a really cool guest. Uh, her name is Alexis Pegalatos, right? I got it. Yeah. I got it right. I got it right. She's the chief executive officer at the Animal Rescue League in Berks County. And I have a real liking for that organization because I was on the board at one time and I love animals. And I got to say, you guys do an amazing job. Oh, thank you. And thanks, yeah. thanks for your previous service. Oh, well, it all, it well, all helps. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Yeah. You know, I, I thought of, um, you know, we look at houses and all the real estate shows and things like that. And I always think, you know, we, we forget one important family and that's our furry family, That's right. you know, and they're really important. They're really, um, a part of our family for real. They I mean, if are. you're, if you're not a pet person, you don't get it. You know what I mean? There, there's, there's just that whole pet person thing, but I am, we do have a golden retriever. Who's going to be a senior dog. We're going to talk about that then. Uh, but let's dig right into it. I know one of the things that was always an issue when I was on the board or a challenge, I like to say challenge was the impact of, of the no pet rentals, uh, in the animal welfare industry and in, in, in apartments and things like that. Let, let's just delve into that. What, what is going on with that? And, and what are your feelings on that? Sure. You know, this is a, a humongous challenge um, that really extends um, far past just real estate. Right. Um, You know, if you tried to rent a home recently, um, it's actually incredibly hard. Uh, If you've got even a single pet, if you have two pets, it's really tough. If you've got um, three or more, it's nearly impossible. And if you've got a dog labeled as a pit bull, it's in some places, it's actually impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a huge challenge and, um, you know, uh, renters with pets run into this challenge all the time of finding affordable pet friendly housing. And, you know, but once really renters find a place to live, mm-hmm. um, with pets, there's still, you know, that constant looming threat of, you know, being told a pet's no longer welcome. Right. Uh, so this is actually, um, you know, pet restrictions, pet deposits, um, pet rent fees, they vary significantly Mm -hmm. and are subject to change, which really means that renters really don't know if their housing is stable or secure. Right. Uh, and so we see the sad result of that. uh, What is that sad result? So they end up coming back. That's, they end up, yeah, they, you know, loving, loved pets end up, you know, people often have to make a terrible choice, um, Mm -hmm. that is heartbreaking for them and their family members to separate uh, because they simply cannot find housing and, and they can't bring them with them. Yeah. Um, and so instead these loving pets are sitting in, in kennels and in, in animal shelters and at rescue organizations um, instead of with their families. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sad. And I, and I've seen it happen. I mean, I, I know that it happens and yeah. you know, it's really hard to tell somebody, Hey, you know, not only is it, like you said, not as hard to find a house right now or a place to live, trying to find a, a place to live that accepts a pet is, yes. is, is, is cause here's the thing. Yes. The more people there are available to rent, 
the pickier the landlord can be. That's correct. You know, and this is not against, just yeah. so you know, I'm, I'm a landlord too. This is not against landlords. I get it. I understand yeah. it. You know, and I think what I was saying to you before we even started is one of the things that I think uh, makes it tough for renters is it's not because of maybe that current renter. It's the renters in the past right. have not been responsible because right. we all know there's a, there's a major responsibility with having a pet. Yeah. And it, you know, it is, it is challenging. It I is. think when, you know, a landlord has a single bad experience and then it affects, you know, say they have a, you know, a hundred renters in their lifetime and a couple of yeah. people, you know, do the wrong thing yeah. um, and aren't responsible. And that has um, a ripple effect. Sure. It does. Sure. And, it does. And, you know, they're not alone. So how do we solve this? How do we solve it? What, what do you think? What is the, the way to get past this? How can we let landlords know that, Hey, you know, we can do this or we can do that. Or, you know, is there, yeah. is there ways to solve this or is there, yeah. is there things that you guys are doing to try and make it better? Yes. So I, I think part it's twofold, right? It, this really takes a village to kind of solve some of these challenges. And, um, you know, if restrictions, if pet oriented re, you know, rental restrictions were lifted about 10 and a half million pets, wow. uh, would be positively impacted. Wow. Um, and so, it would actually change the landscape of animal sheltering. Ten and a half million pets. It's that's a lot. The number is astounding. Yeah, it is. You look at how many animals are euthanized in shelters every year. It's yep, about very a aware of that. Yeah. Um, we look. We actually don't have an animal overpopulation problem. We have an animal. We have a a, a pet housing insecurity problem. Yeah, right. Got it. Got um, it. And so it's not that there's just so many animals that, you know, can't find homes. It's right. It's that just people a... can't bring them into their homes. Got you. Got you. And so we see a lot of surrenders, um, owner surrenders of pets. Mm -hmm. uh, people come to us. It's often the worst day of their life. Um, oh, of course you know, it is. Separating. I can't imagine. Um, from, a, from a beloved furry family member. And so we work with them. If, if we can help them, we do. Um, sometimes they need some emergency boarding help if they're in, you know, if they, they have some housing insecurity sure. and they can find something in great. between houses or we'll try yeah. and help them with mm -hmm. that. Um, but generally, you know, I, what we kind of say to, to, to landlords is, you know, look, look around online. There are pet, uh, pet friendly landlord oriented, um, uh, statements that you can even, and examples yeah. of, of leases, uh, get a little creative, yeah. add some safety into it, add yeah. maybe a site check in there. Um, that's a great idea. You and know, you know, and that's what it's about. Yeah. It's about that. It's about making that landlord feel that, you know what, that place is not going to be totaled. It's not going right. to smell like cat urine right. or whatever. I mean, that to me was always the, that was the right. worst one was really was that and nothing against cats. Oh, I, mean, well, I mean, I like cats. Well, I'll be, people will be like on my hands about it. Oh, he hates cats. <laughs> oh man. There's a cat hater. No, I like cats. No, They're all good, but, but, but it's they do tend to have an odor sometimes if they're not trained correctly. And it's really, it's really, it's really pretty simple. You know, yeah. at the end of the day, like you just need to do the right thing. Right, exactly. If you're having a problem, address it immediately yes. with your veterinarian or get some behavior counseling yes. assistance because it is fixable most of the time. <laughs> Sounds like we're talking about children, I right? Know. Get some help with the therapy for the cat. You sometimes know? they have a urinary tract infection. They just need That's so true. That's you know? right. Something really we get those. Sometimes. I mean, it happens, you know? Yep, yeah. it sure does. So, and, and the data shows that fewer than 10% of pets really ever cause damage in, in rental. Wow. And the average cost to repair that damage is just $210. Gotcha. And in 98% of the cases, the pet owner is paid to fix that damage. Right. And there you go. $500 pet deposit. Without having to use the security right? deposit. Yeah. $500 pet deposit. And right. 
Right. Go with that. So, you know, I, you know, there are ways around this where we kind of talk about how we can coexist with pets yep. and, and responsible pet ownership. What does that look like? And yep. it's like, it's really on both sides. It's how do you be a responsible pet owner to do the right things? Sure. And, you know, how can a landlord take, you know, take a little bit of a chance to understand. Sure. I think most landlords do understand that pets feel like family. Absolutely. Um, but if they look into the statistics, it's actually beneficial from yeah. a, from a uh, profit perspective for them to um, include pet friendly housing options. Even if it's not all of the, right. uh, the rooms, maybe it's some of the rooms, um, you know, or some, some of the, so the apartments the and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, kind of trial it, but yeah, Pet uh, renters, because of the challenges, they stay longer. Sometimes there's additional fees that can be yeah. added to, you know, make sure that's working. But, you know, it also can tend to be, unfortunately, a little discriminatory, too, because it also means that, you know, with additional pet fees, it, it can be challenging for folks who, yeah. who, you know, can't afford those either. Sure, sure. So, that's very cool. Good, good information. Yeah. Let's move on to... Um, Let's talk about that. Let's talk about home ownership. I mean, uh, you know, everybody thinks, you know, you, you get a pet and that's it. You know, there's not a big deal. You don't have to do anything else. And one of the things that I think is, an, is important is, and I know this from, from new home buyers that come in, they go to buy the house and then they go to get insurance and they find out, oh, wow, I'm not able to get insurance on my home because I have what's considered to be an aggressive breed or whatever you want to call it. Right. And, uh, you know, the pit bulls have that bad, that bad, uh, rap on them. And you know, what's funny about, it, I always think about with the pit bulls and about dogs like that is, um, there for the longest time when I was growing up, the bad dog, and you guys can tell me if you think about this too, the bad dog growing up when I was, in, when I was growing up was the Doberman. The Doberman was the evil dog. And then it became the Rottweiler because they used them in all the movies. The Rottweilers were used in every movie when there was a bad guy. The Rottweiler was the one that went after you and bit you, you know. And then I think uh, German Shepherds uh, were were bad ones for a while, too. So now the one that nobody likes or the dog that's in the bad the bad category is the pit bull, which is not even the real name of the pit bull. Right. right. What's the real name again? Well, there, there's a couple they, different kinds, right? Pit bulls actually are defined as... Right. By insurance companies, they're kind of generally encompass bull terriers, right, right. Staffordshire, Staffordshire right. bull terriers, American bull terriers, American Staffordshire terriers. So there's all different kinds. Any combination of those breeds. Yes. Um, and, and at the end of the day, what we tell people is the majority of dogs are mutts. Yeah. And True. so, um, it, you know, it's not, it's not that, it's not that simple. You mean like a winga dunga wonga woodle toodle boodles? I mean like, like, you know, if you do, these things are crazy these days and there are mutts now, testing. but yeah. now we're, we're labeling these dogs as like this, <laughs> right. Ooh, no, we took this one and this one, we put it together and made this special dog. Yeah. And it's really yeah. just a dog that's two different dogs together. It's true. Yeah, it's true. And so the, um, the, the dogs that are the dog breeds that are most often banned by insurance yeah. companies are, um, Doberman pinchers, pit bulls and Rottweilers. So they still are the bad doggies. Mm, they're still the pit bull, the, the the Doberman and the Rotties are still considered they're to still be there. Man, yeah, that's I yeah. thought they got off the nasty list. No. They're on the naughty list, is what that is. They're on the naughty list, yeah, like Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah, closely followed by Chow Chows and Wolf Dogs and Wolf Hybrids. Um, and well, the word Wolf in there doesn't really help itself, does yeah, it? Yeah, not so much. I mean, I think if I was the dog, I'd be like, you know what? Can we take the word Wolf off my name? It's really yeah, kind of making yeah. it bad for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so those are so we do have a problem getting insurance, right? Hundred percent. So you know, um, you know, there are people basically have to face that coverage won't be provided to households where these dogs yeah. live and you know, they won't renew a policy if, if the presence of a, you know, what they call a vicious dog is, you know, discovered in the home. Um, and it, you know, but there are, how there do you are, get around that? 
first I think is always for people to do their research and not yeah. all, not all insurance companies, um, are do the that. same, right? right they're right. not, they're not all the same. So, um, you know, something like state farm, for example, they, they look at the dog's history gotcha. uh, and they take into account <laughs> any dog, regardless of breed, um, can bite and, yeah. you know, you know, it can create a, you know, there can be a perfect storm that's created. How about the dog's name? Dog. If it's like named Cujo or something, does that, <laughs> does that bring so. up a problem? I don't think so. No? I think okay. they do look a little bit more at circumstance yeah. okay. and, and, you know, but people often put themselves and others at risk and yeah. often the dogs are at, you know, the ones that are blamed. Well, any dog can be mean. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, I've had goldens pretty much all my life and I had one male golden. He wasn't mean, but he definitely had a little streak. Yeah. There was definitely a, a part in there. If you, if you got him, tried to get him off of his chair. He would give you a little bit of, you know, a little feedback, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, so the, any dog can do that. And it's true. And so they, they really focus on, um, bite dog bite prevention education gotcha. and really rather than the breed restrictions, because they know it's not that simple. Now, if you bring a dog into your kennel, okay. Into the animal rescue league, which I, I love, love the place. If, if the dog's aggressive and you can tell yeah. you're not placing that dog, right? We, we basically have, um, behavior specialists on staff gotcha. who work with the dogs. We look for the whole picture gotcha. of what's going on, not mm-hmm. just a single incident because mm-hmm. many times, you know, it can be a perfect storm where a dog is, is communicating that they're uncomfortable and people are ignoring those warnings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we look at triggers, we mm-hmm. look at, you know, um, what types of bites they are. There's, it's, it's really yeah, pretty complicated, but yeah, we, we, if an, if a dog is unfortunately, um, too unstable, yeah. you know, then, yeah, you then can't be around. Can't be you can't do that. Right. Exactly. I think that's just one concern that people have when, when you look at a dog that's coming into a shelter like that, they're, yeah. they're always like, okay, so are they just going to push any dog out or are they yeah. actually looking at the dog and going, you know what? Yeah. Because God forbid they go to a family with the kids or something like that. That could be a bad situation. Sure. sure. And we always make sure that we, if we have any history on a dog then that you, we, you share we fully disclose that Absolutely. to the new owners. Gotcha. Um, we also supply, um, many times, um, scholarships for oh, dog cool. training. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yep. We've got something called good pup that we work scholarships. with. Scholarships. Wow. So they go to Harvard for a year or what? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like telemedicine with, Oh my apps, gosh. I love training, it. And it's with positive reinforcement. Sure. Of dog training. That's the best way to train a dog. 100%. Any, any animal. It's the best right. way to train them. That's it's right. positive reinforcement. Is that here in Berks County? They go to, it's actually national. So it can be anywhere. So the beauty is you, you use the app and, um, you can, if awesome. you drop through us, you get some discounts, but we all, also have some scholarships for dogs who we mm-hmm. feel like would really benefit in their new home to help with the transition and help their new people awesome. know, manage that. That's cool. Really yeah. cool. So let's go into, and, and only because I have a senior pet at home, so yeah. I have to talk about Clementine. She's a, um, she's a 10 year old, um, golden retriever going to be 11 May 13th of this year. So she's got a couple weeks and yeah, thank you. Um, I will let her know that you asked about her and she's doing fine. We should have brought her in for the show. Right. Um, but it is different. This is the oldest dog I ever had. I've always had golden retrievers, uh, in my adult life right? and, uh, they don't live long and we're lucky because this one's making it. And we're just like, so excited every day that she's awake. We're like, Hey, this is great. Um, so, but what there's, there's challenges, you know, we're noticing already, uh, she's got bad sight. Yep. She's got bad hearing. And no, we're not talking about me. This is <laughs> this is about the dog, okay? Uh, but she's got bad sight, bad hearing. Her hips are starting to go. Uh, she's got problems with steps. You know, right, so there's, right. a, there's a lot that you have to accommodate for. There really is. Much like, you know, honestly, when we think about 
aging issues. It's not that dissimilar from human aging. It's not issues, at all. Truly. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talk, you know, we talk about, they can have cognitive issues, yeah. um, sight, hearing, yep. um, incredible joint pain yep. uh, that a lot of them deal with and contend with. So we, we tell people, you know, make access easy for yeah. them. You know, I've noticed they, light yeah, because she's losing her sight. Now you, you don't even think about this, but because she's losing her sight, when I have to take her down the steps now to go to the bathroom, yeah. cause she can't go down our deck steps cause they're too slippery. Cause she can't, she can't, right. she can't do that anymore. And the light is really important. If I don't turn the lights on right away on those steps, yep. she has a really hard time. Even, you know, even just adding night lights. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. Used to yep. can really help them. Um, but you know, they get arthritis as they yep. age too. So, you know, climbing in and out of the litter box, bending over even to eat. Sometimes yep. they get, um, some neck soreness yep. as well. So, but there's, there's options for that. Oh so, yeah. You know, well you can buy stuff. You can buy natural things. 100%. I mean, we, she, she also, we, we've upgraded to like really good food that she has that helps her hips, you know, and, and yeah, it's a little bit more expensive than the, the cheaper stuff, but you know, it's, it's good food. And the other thing is, um, you know, you just accommodate you know, we, and yeah. we're trying to do everything we can yeah. to accommodate for her lack of vision and hearing. Now, right. You that's know? right. So, you know, getting a shallower litter box so they yeah. can actually get in and out yeah. easily because she would look funny getting in a litter box. Just so you know, that'd be really <laughs> That, but by the fact that she can't see well, imagine her trying to find the litter box. That'd be fine. But no, wait, I know you're talking about cats. Ramps, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yes, yes. Ramps to help them get yep. up and off of couches and beds. Yep. And um, we just know. bought her one of those things. Yep. They're, you know, you know what I mean? Like the thing you kind of pick them up with. You know, yeah. you pick them up. From, yeah, little. it's like a harness in the back. Mm-hmm. And we did that because she's having a hard time with the steps. And sometimes in the morning, it's really hard for her. So oh, yeah. throw that thing on. I can help her down the steps and help her back up. And then it's less less on her. And I think you notice it more in the morning, much like you, you know. Yeah. Uh, as we age, yes. we what, more I, in the morning. Did she just make an age joke on me? Is that no, what I just heard? I said She's we. like, I'm sure you feel exactly the way the dog does, you know? So, you know, that's, you know, you know that limping, that stiffness, yeah. um, you know, making sure that we provide extra padding. Yeah. They're also more inclined to be affected by um, extreme weather. So they don't mm-hmm. do as well in the heat, extreme heat and Yeah, exactly. Cold. She wants to come right back in. Yep. So giving them bedding. One thing we really, really didn't think about, we put hardwood floors on our whole first floor when she turned like nine or 10 and now we have to do throw rugs at different places because she can't, it makes it very hard to get up because of, of her hips. She can't get it. Yes, exactly. So I'll tell you what, we're going to have to wrap it up. But what I would like you to do is I'd like you to tell me, how do we get in touch with you? Tell me what you guys do in a, in a, in about 30 seconds about animal rescue league. Wow. We do, we do a lot. Uh, We don't just do adoption. Mm -hmm. We do, um, fostering of animals. We help with, um, human animal support services and helping people and pets stay together. Um, that can mean, um, you know, emergency pet food assistance or emergency boarding, emergency vet care assistance where we can help. Uh, we've got a spay neuter clinic as well, uh, for low cost access. Important. Um, we do animal control and, and humane law investigations throughout Berks County. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we really um, pride ourselves on, on becoming a community resource for animal mm-hmm. welfare. Do you um, still go? So if a, if, if a township or I remember we used to have contracts yeah. with townships, city of uh, Reading, things like that, that if there's a call that you guys will go pick up the dog, do you still do that stuff? Yeah. Under certain circumstances, yeah. okay. especially depends on the contract type, but yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yes, yeah. Sure. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. And how do we get a hold of you and how, how can we come visit the place? Just this, can we come there to see it? Definitely. Anytime. We'd yeah. love to What's, give you a tour. We yes. love talking. We're incredibly passionate about what we do. Absolutely. And we love talking about it and showing people. So you sure. have an open invitation. Okay. And, 
anybody come? Uh, is there an open house really. time, like on yeah. Saturdays and Sundays, or Qu- quarterly? Every quarter we have okay. an open house where we do tours. Okay, fun. Um, we just finished one uh, a couple weeks ago, okay. so we we regularly offer those. But if you know, if anyone wanted a tour, they could kind of pick the day. We're open seven days a week. It's okay. just a matter of Great. you know hooking you up with a tour guide. Excellent. What about a uh, website? We, you can reach us at berksarl.org. Cool. Awesome. And then they can call there and they can email, they can get sure. in touch with you, whatever. Okay. That's right. There's a host. Our, we have a new website up and a ton of information's on there. Awesome. Man, this was fun. A lot Thank of fun. We'll so have to much. have you come back. We really, yeah, really I think, I think maybe every quarter or every couple times a year, have you come back and you can tell us what's going on. Maybe We'd you can it. bring a dog or an or a cat or something in here. We'd love it. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> have a cat walking around while we're doing the show or a dog. <laughs> no lions, please. No lions. No. But thanks so much, Alexis. I really appreciate it. All right, there you go, Animal Rescue League. That was a lot of fun. We'll talk to you next week.